Welcome to the Integrated Esthetician Podcast, holistic business for the mindful beauty pro. This is the podcast that bridges the gap between business savvy and soul aligned success in the beauty and spa industry. I'm your host, Caitlin Hart, and I'm thrilled to embark on this transformative journey with you. Whether you're a seasoned beauty pro or just starting your career, this podcast is your sanctuary for growth and mindfulness. Our engaging conversations with industry experts and thought leaders will provide you with actionable insights, guiding you towards a balanced and thriving beauty business. Join me to cultivate holistic success together and unleash the potential within you. So I want to tell you all a little about the online courses I've created for service providers in the beauty and spa industry. I'm going to be straight with you. What you learned in school is a tiny fraction of what it actually takes to make it in this industry. Schools are cranking out grads who inevitably end up failing and leaving the industry entirely. And I've learned firsthand that there's only so much that employers can do to bridge that education gap. That's why finally I created two online courses to teach you everything I wish they taught in schools. Inside, you'll learn everything from how to build a clientele and keep them coming back to social media strategies, retail sales, time management, self-care, goal setting, and even how to set energetic boundaries with your clients. I've broken this down into two courses so you get exactly what you need no matter where you're at in your journey. Beauty Pro Foundations is for the service provider who is new to the industry or working in a team setting. Beauty Pro Mastery is for the solopreneur or renter. This includes everything in foundations, plus more on budgeting, finances, creating policies, and organizing your time to juggle it all. These classes were designed specifically to help you make actionable leaps towards your goals and begin to see the results immediately. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up or get more info, and I hope to see you all inside. Hey, beauty pros. Today, I want to talk about kind of a tough subject. I want to talk about the wrong reason to open a business. Um, And this is tough because reflecting on all of this and writing it down, it's hard It's hard to look back sometimes and see how naive I was. These are mistakes that I've made and these are ideas that I've had. Um, And so I want to just share from the heart a little bit what I've learned. Um, I've been an esthetician since 2010 and I've been in every corner of this industry in that time. I've been every classification. I've been an employee, a contractor, a renter, a solo business, and a business owner with a team of up to 10 at one point. And I just want to share what I've learned in that time and some things that surprised me and some things that I see a lot of people out there um, maybe considering or ideas that they have that aren't necessarily true. <laughs> um, so I'm going to I'm going to spill the tea a little bit on what it's really like on the inside. And I want to break some common misconceptions about business ownership at every level. So let's get into it. Um I want to talk about the wrong reason to open a business and when I say open a business, I mean a business with a team, with employees, not um you're renting a room somewhere and you own your own business. Um, which it totally is. If you're a renter, if you have a salon suite somewhere, yes, you own your own business technically, 
But I do want to say that the jump for me, the jump from like being an employee slash technically I was a contractor working for other people to renting my own space and being a solopreneur, um, an owner of a small business in that way, that jump was vastly, vastly, vastly smaller than the jump from expanding from solopreneur to leader of a team. That is a whole different ball game. I can't express enough. So I'll be the first to admit it. This reason, the wrong reason to do that was a big one of my reasons at the time. And I think it makes sense. It's most people's reason. But if this sounds like you, I hope you listen up and lean in a little bit and that this maybe makes you put on the brakes just a little and just take a little more time to think all the way through and ask yourself some of the important questions that maybe you didn't think of. So here it is, the wrong reason to open a business. You're opening a business for the wrong reason if you're thinking something like this. Here it is. I'm so booked, so successful, so in demand. I have a wait list. I'm working as much as I possibly can, and there's no room to grow from here. So I need to clone myself so my business can see more clients. And this is the only way that I can grow. So you want to hire employees and grow a team basically to clone yourself, to get more people in and make more money, because how else are you going to do it? If this sounds like you and where you're at or where you've been, listen very closely. This is not a good reason to expand. This is not a good way of thinking, and it's a very limited view of growth. So let's break this down a little bit. One, what does growth mean for you? Does it mean more money, more freedom, more space, more services, more people, more community, a greater reach? We all have what we think is the roadmap for growth in our industry. It goes something like this. Employee to solopreneur to business owner with a team. Maybe then you grow to multiple locations or even franchising. Maybe. Maybe you don't even want to take it that far. But this is the path, right? Wrong. Your path is what you make it. There are infinite possibilities for growth in the beauty and spa industry, as well as any other. It just depends on what you really want and what values matter to you in your life. Second point I want to make is you cannot clone yourself, period. I want this to sink in so deep. I can't stress it enough. Listen to this again. You cannot clone yourself. No matter how great your staff is, there will always be clients who want to see you. No matter how well you train your staff, they will never do things exactly the way that you would. And I mean things from their technical skills in the treatment room, behind the chair, to their sales skills, their customer service skills, to marketing themselves, even to their knowledge of their craft. We simply can't download what's in our brains and put it into someone else's in a way that's totally flawless, at least. It's just not going to happen. I, for one, have exerted so much time, energy, and money trying to control this while seeing clients and running a business and trying to what feels like micromanaging a team that makes choices that are different than mine. And it's ultimately ended in raising my stress level to a point that is simply not sustainable. What you can do is try and distill what you do down to some main points that you hold as a standard in your business. However, it's going to require a few extra things from you. First, you'll need to create an extensive, 
airtight, super specific training program long before you hire your first employee. And you have to have a plan to execute it. This means detailed training material, tests, setting expectations for your trainees, being clear about the consequences if these expectations aren't met, and being prepared to let someone go quickly if they aren't the right fit. Like they say, hire slow and fire fast. You'll need to have a lot of time and money to get this team ready. You need to be able to set aside the time personally to train each of them to meet these standards and hold them accountable. And then you'll need to have enough of a financial cushion that you're able to pay them to train. And you also aren't afraid to let them go if it's not working. The financial stability of the business does not depend on the success of your training, essentially. And then last, you'll most likely have to take a lot more time away from your own clients to make all of this happen. So bottom line here, you can't get into this kind of business ownership if you expect to keep doing what you're doing right now, which is seeing clients, excelling at your craft, and letting that be your main job. So if you're an esthetician and you freaking love being an esthetician, you love learning about skin, that's all you want to do, you are doing your continuing education, you're in demand, you are absolutely killing it, and you eat, sleep, and breathe this, you love, 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 love it, and want to make more money doing it. Opening a business and growing a team is not going to allow you to do that. It's not going to allow you to be the technician in your business. That's now no longer your main job or your main focus or your main passion. There is a wonderful, wonderful book called The E-Myth, like the letter E and then myth stands for the entrepreneur myth. Um, and they really break this down in a beautiful way. They tell you a story of someone, I believe that's a baker um, who loves what they do. They grow, they grow, they grow, and then they have to expand and then they bring on a team and now they can't do what they love. And now they're trying to train a team and they're trying to put too much on their manager. And eventually the whole thing kind of crashes and burns because no one has one job that they're sticking to. And this owner's trying to wear many hats. Um, but in that book, it really details how every business has to have a few things. It has to have a technician, someone doing the work, has to have a manager and an entrepreneur. And chances are that you're trying to be all three, which is possible for a while. But if you want to grow beyond just yourself, you have to step into the mindset of an entrepreneur. And maybe you're that entrepreneur and that manager now in this stage, but you cannot continue to be the type of technician that you have been if you want to step into this new role. So backing up, you cannot get into this if you expect to keep doing what you're doing now and train a team to do it anywhere near your standards. If you're going into business and leading a team, you need to be mentally prepared to have an entirely new job. You're no longer a hairstylist or an esthetician. You're a business owner and a leader first, first and foremost. And that, to do this, that has to be your passion. I might even go so far as to say that you need to expect to eventually not see clients at all. That has ended up being the case for me personally. And honestly, I wish I had done it a lot sooner instead of trying to spread myself so, so thin. So you can't go into business like this, just expecting to expand on what you have. You need to have a real desire to do and create something entirely new. 
you have to want to be a leader. You have to love business. You have to love finances and strategy and marketing. You have to nerd out over it a little bit. You have to make all of that your thing. You have to want to create community. You have to want to help people grow to teach them and lead them, but not be attached to them. You have to live to serve your business above anything else and know that you're no longer a technician. You are a business owner and a leader now. Thank you so much for listening. Please help spread the word to all of your beauty pro friends by sharing a screenshot of this episode and tagging me at The Integrated Esthetician. And as always, please subscribe, download, rate, and review. I'll see you next time.